In my experience as a leader, one of the things that you will be called upon to do is to sometimes lead your organization into a time of change, whether it's a church, a sports team, an organization, a company, whatever. You, as a leader, will sometimes be in the position where it is necessary for you to lead into a period of change. And I don't have to tell you that some people just don't like change. They're very resistant to changing anything, even the simplest thing, the color of the carpet, the start time of an event. They want everything to always remain the same. There's sort of a built-in inertia uh, that they're experiencing where they've got everything running smoothly. And as soon as you mention the word change, they get nervous and they tighten up and they're fearful. But as a leader, you will sometimes be required by circumstance or by dictate to lead through a period of change. So you might as well think about that in advance and sort of understand the process of leading in change before you're called upon to do it. So that's what I want to talk to you about for just a couple of minutes here today is the idea of leading through change, leading into change, leading for change. So I'm going to give you a few things to be sure that you don't do, and then a few things that it's wise to do. And thinking back over the times when I have been personally charged with leading into change, I have noted that I have been very cautious about a few things, and I want to lay those out for you. The first one is to be sure that the change that you are striving for, the change that you're trying to achieve, is not just ego-driven. It's not self-aggrandizing. It's not just something to build an empire for yourself or to make you look good at the expense of others. Be really, really sure that it is a necessary change. It's a change that is inevitable and unavoidable. And it's okay if it does happen to benefit you superficially or peripherally, but don't enter into change and expect others to support you and buy into that change if it's just an ego-driven decision. The second one is to check your motive. It's really easy to justify the necessity of change when in actuality what you're doing has a bad motive, maybe a motive of spite or to show somebody or to get back at somebody, uh, revenge. Those are terrible motives to lead into change. And they're unsustainable. You can't expect everyone to follow you into a period of change and to support you and buy into that change if they come to realize that your motive for the change was just wrong from the start. It's built on a flawed foundation and it is bound to fail. And the third one is don't enter into any period of change that you know will be intentionally hurtful to others or cause them to experience loss or pain. Now, here's the caveat to that. Change will sometimes have 
unavoidable consequences, sort of the law of unintended consequences. You mean to go in the direction of A, and you see the possible outcome or the likely outcome as this over here, but in actuality, what turns out, what happens ends up harming someone unintentionally. That does happen. And I'm not sure that you can completely plan in such a way that it would never happen. But if you start to initiate change and you realize that if I do this, it's going to hurt this person or this group of people, back off. Try to find another way to do it. Because any kind of change that is predicated on harming others is just not a good idea. It's it's really bad. And you're going to end up, again, flawed foundation, faulty foundation. You're bound to fail. Some of the things that I ask myself when I'm faced with leading an organization through a period of change are, number one, does this advance the mission of this organization? Or is it just something all the cool kids are doing and we should do it too? It's very easy to look at someone who's more visible, uh, seemingly more successful, or... Um, someone who's more popular in terms of an organization and think, if we just do what they're doing, we'll have the same results that they're having. Doesn't always work that way, and especially in church work. If you're a pastor, that doesn't work at all. Just mimicking and copying the direction and the anointing and the, the gifting of another will never work. You need to be sure that what you're doing is the right thing to advance your mission in the right direction and not just being a follower of some other individual or group. The second thing is that you need to be sure that there's a long-range benefit, even if in the short term it doesn't appear that there will be. I've had to make difficult decisions sometimes that in the short run seem to be a detour or even a reversal of direction but I had a clear vision of where we were going to go and where this was going to end up. And as a result of having a long-term vision, a long-term outlook, I was able to press through the temporary setback aspects of it and push forward so that it became uh, a win in the, in the long term. So be sure that there's a long-range benefit involved, and even if there's a short-term loss, even if it looks like a temporary retreat. Sometimes the military has to, in order to win the war, has to lose a battle and back up just a little bit and regroup and rearm and retool and make a new battle strategy before they go back out. So the long-range benefit is what really matters. And a third one is that you really should do change only when it is disruptive. And I mean that in the best sense of the word disruptive. There's a terminology called disruptive technology. And the best way I can describe it, if you're not familiar with the term, is that sometimes a new creation comes along and replaces something that everyone's familiar with, something that everyone likes. And they don't realize that this new industry, this new invention, this new way of doing things is going to change everything from that point forward. But 
um, those disruptive technologies are what have moved us forward. If you just think about transportation, moving from the horse and buggy days to the automobile, um, from traveling across the country on a covered wagon to being able to get on a train, and then the train was replaced by by the interstate highway system and high-speed aviation to where you can get on a plane now and be pretty much anywhere on the planet in a day or a day and a half. Um, in music and video, we've gone from we've gone from buying LPs in a record store and you had to buy the entire album, and I know LPs, some people are big fans, they love them because of the sound, but you'd have to buy an album and maybe there were two songs on there you really wanted, and now you can go on iTunes or some other marketplace and buy just the song that you want to hear and that song alone. Um, the, the cell phone, the mobile phone, has replaced a number of other technologies. It has now replaced the camera virtually. The best camera to take a picture is the camera you have with you at the moment. And most of us have a mobile phone with us at every given moment. So it's replaced a camera, it's replaced an, a computer email device, it's replaced uh, a traditional telephone. You can't even find a pay, a coin-operated payphone almost anywhere anymore because they've disappeared because almost everyone has a mobile phone. And on and on it goes. They're just disruptive technologies have changed the way we do things and disruptive in the best sense of the word. There's a temporary disruption in which some people get displaced and they feel left out and they feel left behind. But eventually, society, or in the case of you leading an organization, the organization catches up and they move forward in the direction of your disruptive move. Disruption in the best sense of the word. So those are a few of the things that I look at when I'm leading change. I I don't want to be ego-driven. I don't want to have a wrong motive. I don't want to be intentionally hurtful, but I do want to advance the mission of my organization for the long-range benefit in a very disruptive way, in the best sense of the word disruption. Lead for change and do it well. <laughs>